Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411 about Luke and Laura's wedding. I love the way you say it, like you were there. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of. I know. <laughs> I know, you weren't. And it's so cute because you say it like you were the bridesmaid or something. It was so Laura's sweet. wedding. <laughs> I've watched it enough. Yes. Since. I might not have watched the original, mm-hmm. but I have watched it a few times since. So what we're going to do is Amanda is going to cover information about the wedding. Yes, I will have the wedding day down pat. And then I'm going to read some of our listeners' memories from Instagram and Twitter. And a few fun trivia facts that I found. So trivia facts. That sounds fun. All right. If you haven't watched it, there's like a thousand different YouTube channels. I did go back and watch it. I found it on Abe underscore Froman, both episodes like the day leading up <laughs> the sausage and... king have you ever seen ferris bueller abe froman's the sausage sausage king okay. in chicago okay so amanda's <laughs> never seen ferris bueller it's another one of those shows that are movies that i've seen because other people were watching it but no i haven't sat down okay. and watched it. all right i'm sorry <laughs> you're fine just that back to luke and laura <laughs> sorry um, anyway both episodes because it was you know like a third i'm assuming thursday friday i don't know but two day episodes so monday tuesday oh monday tuesday what were they doing i That's know crazy. okay monday tuesday episode so both episodes are on there and i did i sat and watched it oh and the favorite part of watching it was his was like the old school must have come right off of his beta tape or whatever because it had the 1981 commercials in it still nice. and i was like 
had that toy and the Fisher Price train that rode across the rail of uh-huh. the crib. And I was like, I had that. I know I had that. So and that was the super throwback because obviously I don't remember TV when I was a year and a half. So yes. anyway, definitely on YouTube if you have not seen it or need to see it again. But it starts out with, oh, and I'm on ABC Soaps in Depth because it gives the total rundown. Laura Baldwin had trouble dragging herself out of bed until she spotted her white gown hanging on the door. With a grin spreading across her face, she popped up, peeked out the window, spun around, and cried, It's my wedding day! Across town, her groom threw open his balcony doors and screamed, Hello, Port Charles! Lucas Lorenzo Spencer, king of the single life, is giving it up today. Can I just say that if I ever get married again, I want a man that is that excited to marry me that he's going to throw open the doors and announce it to the whole town. Yes, that he is done being single. Yes. Yep. That was that scene is very iconic. So the bride and her mother couldn't help but giggle over what a whirlwind life had been. But Laura also couldn't resist asking about why Helena was in town. We're not going to talk about anything. I'm sorry. We're not going to talk about anybody named Cassidine. Leslie Weber sniffed. Blah. Once Laura's attendants came together and ate some sticky buns, it was time to get her in her gown. The bride couldn't wait to put on her grandmother's garter and had a wardrobe malfunction of sorts when she couldn't find one of her pearl earrings. While sis Amy Vining tried to track it down, her mother brought in a strange special delivery, a miniature replica of the Titan, which is today known as the Haunted Star, Mm -hmm. that came with a card signed from your grateful and loving donor. Laura found it a bit strange, but her mom shrugged that it was better than 10 more butter dishes. The groom, meanwhile, skipped out for one last fling, which actually meant promising his beloved Aunt Ruby, which it was so amazing to see Aunt Ruby in all these scenes, that he would always need her. But the hungover best man, Robert Scorpio and Slick Jones, worried that Luke and Laura might have run off to elope, or worse, that the groom had hit the road to avoid all the commotion. You think we can improve Laura's life if I stand in and marry her, Slick deadpanned? Of course, Luke returned, and Slick sent him to get dressed stat. That's when Helena's emissary came to ask if Luke would attend her reception the following night. Needless to say, he didn't intend on skipping his honeymoon for a Cassidine. Like Laura, Luke also received a mysterious boat and then found a piece of jewelry missing, and he was not happy to leave without his stick pin. Nonetheless, the guys piled into a classic car, and headed for the mayor's mansion in style, laughing and honking the whole way to the wedding. With an epic Port Charles and Beecher's Corner, which I didn't realize until Neither watching did I. this, that it's been a part of the Port Charles neighborhood so long. Sorry. With an epic Port Charles and Beecher's Corner potluck coming together on the mayor's lawn, Agnes Whitaker was overseeing the final touches for the wedding, and just about everyone was pitching in or rushing to get ready in time. After a kitchen disaster, Lila Quartermain had come to the rescue to take Emma Lutz to get a brand new dress. And by the time they arrived, locals had already lined up outside for a glimpse of the bride. All this fuss about a wedding, Edward huffed before leaving the Q mansion. I don't know who Emma Lutz is. Yeah, do I. From, I'm assuming she was a pretty substantial character from watching it and just like the big deal that they were making about her getting ready. With a drum roll, ushers Joe Kelly and Brian Phillips were sent out to greet the wedding party, and Delfina was sent to check on the bridesmaids, who were looking pretty in pink and purple. After the guys escorted Leslie and Ruby down the aisle, Bobby Spencer, Amy, Tiffany Hill, and Claudia Phillips rolled up, followed immediately by the blushing bride. She looks beautiful, Amy cooed, as the crowd applauded and shouted over their overwhelming 
approval, shouted out for their overwhelming approval. I didn't like that everybody got to see her before she walked down the aisle for my wedding. I, but I it was just, outside. I so know, they had people like lining the driveway as she pulled up in the car. Mm-hmm. I was, no. Is that how it was done back then though? I don't know. I'm assuming because it was at the mayor's mansion, there was all that extra space to have everyone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> With a fanciful version of the GH theme song playing, Laura walked the red carpet escorted by stepdad Rick Weber. And with everyone looking at her gorgeous veil, headdress, and smile, no one even noticed Helena watching from the door. (laughs) Luke met his bride, and with their eyes locked, they finished the walk to the altar side by side. The two young people before us, through their love for one another, remind us that this is what makes life precious to all of us. Love, loyalty, and courage, said the efficient. Together, in the face of extreme dangers to themselves, they overcame powerful forces that sought to destroy Port Charles and its people, even the entire world. Thankfully, no one spoke up with just cause to stop the ceremony from proceeding. And after saying, I will, Luke and Laura exchanged both rings and traditional vows. And with that, they were finally pronounced husband and wife. They were so happy that instead of walking back up the aisle, they almost danced. And I was wondering, how do you get the mayor's mansion for your wedding? Not to dive back into storyline, because we don't have time for all of that. But this was right after the Ice Princess storyline, mm-hmm. and they had saved the town from being frozen over. So as a thank you, the mayor let them have the wedding there. Very nice. And that is why both towns were coming together and celebrating, and it was such a big to-do, was it was a thank you for saving them on top of gotcha. just a wedding. The newlyweds shared hugs and kisses with their families and then made the rounds with their guests. But after the Hardys, the Quartermains, the Grants, and even Laura's former in-laws wished them the best, the bride was ready to dig into all the food. I don't know what to eat first, she said, eyes wide. Before she could take a bite, her mother informed her that it was time to get on the dance floor. Nobody can start dancing until you do, she chided. What do you say, Mrs. Spencer? Want to take a quick buzz around the floor with your old man, Luke asked. I'd say I'm hungry, she cracked, but she certainly <laughs> wasn't. my girl. <laughs> exactly. But she certainly wasn't thinking about food as Luke spun her around to the tune of I could have danced all night. It was a wild time on the floor, but eventually Robert broke up the line dancing for a toast, or as he called it, his big solo number. (laughs) To Luke and Laura, may you always have what you have today, he said. The love of your friends and the everlasting love of each other. With the wedding so full of joy, everyone sang and clapped as Luke and Laura cut the cake. Everyone except Helena, that is. As Mikos' widow fingered the newlyweds' missing earring and stick pin, she flat out cursed them. None the wiser, Luke and Laura cut their cake and ate it too. And when the older guests went inside to rest their feet, Lee Baldwin admitted that he was relieved nothing had gone wrong. Finally, no more problems, Leslie sighed, even though she knew better than to tempt fate. Like, really? Even in the soaps, you know not ever to say something like that. Right. Because you're just asking for trouble. Yep. As the bride and groom slipped into more casual attire, a nervous Luke told his best bud, Robert, I kind of feel like I'm in one of those big widescreen westerns, like with John Wayne or Fabian, and I've got the lead. I'm the guy who gets to ride off into the sunset with a beautiful girl, but I want my stick pin. In classic form, Amy spoiled the mood for Laura by referencing Luke's last wedding and even started to tell Tiffany about the big fight. Like, come on, Amy. But that was so her. Amy was the little gossip. She totally was. Just as Laura shut her down (laughs) of the gossip, 
her old man came calling for her. He needed her garter and was all too happy when she made him remove it from her leg himself. I think I might like this married life, he grinned. I wonder if that was, like, racy back then to let him yeah. put the garter himself. Um, I don't know. It was allowed. I don't, I don't know. know. But anyway. That's a really good point. Yes. Outside, Leslie, Rick, and Ruby toasted the couple's future, and then Amy called everybody together for the final event. From the balcony, Luke threw the garter, and to Leslie's delight, Rick caught it. Then it was time to toss the bouquet, and both Tiffany and Amy had their eyes on that prize. Instead, where's your dun-dun-dun? <laughs> Laura's ex-husband, Scotty Baldwin, caught it. There's no marriage, he announced, throwing the bouquet back up the balcony. I'll kill you, cried Luke, shimmying down the balcony to throw a punch. With Laura screaming from above, a fight ensued, and Scotty was knocked out cold. When he came to, he declared that he was contesting his and Laura's divorce. Which, again, not to get too far into storyline, but obviously everyone knows by now that they were married and they could not find him. Scotty's dad had burned the divorce papers, which I think they've hit on recently. I think we talked about it when we talked about the Baldwins. Okay, because yeah. I like knew that as I read it. So she needed to get a divorce. She couldn't find Scott. She went to Mexico and got a divorce, right. which is only legal if the other person doesn't want to come back and contest it. So that's how Scotty was, you know, saying he was going to contest it. Yes. The hell you are, Luke cried, showing him their wedding rings. Then he turned to his wife, kissing her and insisting, insistently repeating, we are married. With a leap into the air, he then cried, let's go, and they ran off together. But Laura was crying, so he stopped to remind her that they just had a beautiful wedding. We're okay, he promised. Give me a smile. And I've seen that scene where he's like, we're married, we're married. And I've always thought, why is he saying that over and over again? But now it makes a little more sense mm -hmm. as to what the whole point of that was. Once she did, they got into their antique car and drove off into their future, never having given Helena a second thought. Enjoy your trip if you can, sniped the villainess as she tore up a photo of the ship and threw it away with the front page story about their wedding. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but that's the end of that. <laughs> All right. So that was that's actual it? wedding day. Yes, that's it. That was the play by play. Uh, again, if you want to see it, there's a thousand different. And really um, do because watching oh, them exchange their it was vows. So good. I remember. I, Laura Weber, take the <laughs> Lucas Lorenzo Spencer. Again, love the way that Shannon thinks she was at the wedding. I remember <laughs> watching it for the first time. I was old enough to appreciate when Frisco and Felicia got married. Okay. And their wedding was like amazing. And so at that time, I'm sure I still have it in my basement. They came out with the best of General Hospital. Actually, it might have been just the best of ABC weddings. But anyway, for Christmas, I mm -hmm. got the VHS tape. And nice. I watched it. And it had Frisco and Felicia. And then it had Luke and Laura. It's on it also. And so I was you like, need to find that. Oh. And we need to get that converted to a DVD. And we need to watch it. I still have a VHS well, yeah, but I want a copy. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's probably in my basement with Robin's Diary. But amazing. Yeah, that was the first time that I actually saw it. Well, the thing that I like the most about like watching the wedding now is you see how really simple it was like a picnic. It was, you know, it was. It was and that was neat too. If you watch the, well, I guess what you said would have been Monday's episode, mm -hmm. it shows that again because both towns were so grateful to them, mm -hmm. the fishermen brought 
fresh fish. The bakers brought fresh pastries. It was a community um, event. The quartermains showed up with caviar and champagne. It was, they wanted it to look like, you know, right. uh, like a farmer's market kind of setup. Mm-hmm. And so they really did a good job of pulling that off. And it would be sweet to think that communities could come together and actually do that. I know. So. And of course, the outfits were totally 80s. So. They were. They were. I didn't know. It said um, Delphina adjusted their dresses. And she was wearing this bright gold, like, pantsuit. Okay. And everyone was ooing and aahing over her. But I don't know if that was someone, like, the whole world knew at that point in time. And it was Could a big it be the deal mayor's that wife? she did. It was not the mayor's wife. Okay. It was kind of like the wedding planner, but it really seemed like all she had interest in was the fashion of the girls. But I don't okay. know if that was like a famous designer at the time that had something to do with it. Because she yelled at Amy for wrinkling the dress. And Amy was like, what did you expect me to do? Stand on the way over in the car? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. So, well, so speaking of dresses... We'll get into the little fun facts. Okay. Jeannie had to stand for 13 hours because she was not allowed to sit. Oh, my God. Because she would have wrinkled the dress. Thank God for modern fabrics that you can move in because mm -mm, I could not do that. So I used a couple different resources. Alcatron is a new one. Okay. And they talk about the cultural impact of Luke and Laura's wedding. November 17th, 1981, the wedding brought in 30 million viewers, and it remains the highest rated soap opera episode in American daytime television history. I do believe that it is still just like the highest rated, although I wonder if the O.J. Simpson trial verdict might have more views as that happened during the day. Right. But still. So it's at least that, like it's a daytime it's drama. The, yeah, it's the top soap moment of right. all time. And 30 million viewers. That was before VHS. Mm-hmm. That's before, I mean, those were live viewers. Right. So people were. Took the day off of work. Yep. <laughs> and Elizabeth Taylor made a cameo and she originated the role of Helena Cassidyne. And she was just a big fan of General Hospital. So. You know, I, I don't know if they approached her or if she approached them. I always heard that she asked to be put oh, that's in cool. because she was such a fan. So I found an article on tvguide.com that was interviewing Tony Geary and somebody else. And they were talking about the wedding. And mm-hmm. she said that after Anthony Geary said after Elizabeth Taylor's appearance, there were a lot of big names that wanted to be on GH and Gloria Monty, her attitude was, I don't need stars. I make them. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah. So, and we've talked about the fact that there are a ton of people who got their start. Oh, yeah. On General Hospital. So we will be doing that at some point as a 411 as well. But also, Princess Diana sent her, sent them champagne. And I had heard that she sent each of them a bottle. Okay. But... On the very short-lived Katie Couric show, Jeannie Francis made an appearance and talked about it. And she said that, you know, they knocked on her door and they gave her the bottle of champagne and she didn't really understand what was happening (laughs) because Prince Charles and Princess Diana had gotten married that July. Oh, okay. So they had just gotten married, which was obviously a big deal. And I guess Princess Diana was a big fan of the show. So she sent them 
champagne. That's so awesome. But the staff had to take it away because Janie was underage. She was only 19. That's not fair. <laughs> so... She should have at least got to keep the bottle. I don't know if she got to keep it. I, I mean, don't open wouldn't it. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. I'm, I promise I won't drink it. <laughs> Please just let me keep this forever because yep. when do you have a princess sending you stuff? Exactly. A legit princess. Yeah. You know? And... They're often called the first super couple, even though there had been quote unquote super couples before them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they are considered the start. Right. Of... Everyone knows them. Even if you've never watched a soap opera in your life, you still know who Luke and Laura are. Yep. And then you mentioned about, you know, Felicia and Frisco's wedding and more basically like their wedding really made the shift of daytime and other, other shows tried to mimic it. They even tried to, you know, recreate and I mean we still have it now when certain characters get married on different shows and everything it's always such a big deal and blah 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 and they're basically just trying to recapture that magic maybe they're doing it wrong because they're not getting the the whole town involved yes you need to have the whole town you have to have the world almost frozen exactly exactly you have to save the world from being frozen and then the mayor has to give you his estate for the day yes and then all the towns have to come together because it said that there was no real plan just everyone was right. asked to bring something yeah luke and laura didn't you know make sure we had this from this person or right. this from there that was person. no seating chart no everyone just bring your stuff and then sit down there was no dj and no uplighting and all yeah. that i mean it was just all right, these two crazy kids want to get married. So then in 2006, they had them celebrate their 25th anniversary by, by basically like renewing their vows. But this is when Laura was in her catatonic state and she briefly came out for the wedding and then came, went back into it. It was very convenient that she happened to wake up. And when she woke up, she didn't remember that they weren't together anymore because that was the wedding, right? That he yeah. let them He have. was with Tracy. Yeah, just so that it wouldn't harm her yep. progress yep. was the idea. Yep. So that craziness. It was it was good when it was happening, but it's another one of those storylines that you think about and go, really? Mm-hmm. That's just a little too convenient. So really, though, um, Laura kind of saved General Hospital because in 1978, I think we talked about this when we talked about the when Webbers, we did, yeah. that they were on the brink of cancellation and they were actually the lowest on the Nielsen ratings and executive producer Gloria Monty took over. She put Laura kind of at the forefront and the rest is history. I mean, Luke was brought in. He was only supposed to be on for 13 weeks. Luke was brought in by Bobby to help break up Scotty and Laura. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Yeah. I knew what the storyline was, but I didn't realize that he was supposed to be temporary. Yep. 13 weeks. And he was supposed to be killed off. Thank you for not, Yes, thank you for not letting Luke. that happen. So I also found an article on abcnews.com and they talk about that, you know, the wedding came before cable TV and video tape players. And then there was an article from the LA Times that interviewed Anthony Gary right before he retired. He said, it's all, it's amazing that people still talk about it. He said, for me, Luke and Laura became as much of a burden as an advantage. Whenever I go on a talk show, they run that clip. <laughs> it's like having your high school picture dragged out every time you meet someone. <laughs> I appreciate it was a seminal moment for daytime, but personally, it was not a wonderful time for me. It's difficult for me to appreciate it the way other people do. 
Plus, I had that awful 80s fro. <laughs> Every time I see those pictures, I think of Richard Simmons. <laughs> and he said Jeannie was only 17 at the time and he was 32. She was 19. I think. He might be right. But when I read that, I'm like, that's. Wow. Right. That's... No, I did not realize that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew he was older, but I thought like 26. Right. Not wow. almost double her age. Wow. Yeah. First of all, he's aged really well. Yes. That's not fair. He must use that same skincare that um, Mel's attorney uses. Yes. And I wonder why they matched them up. I mean, they had great chemistry, but. Yep. Wow. Oh, but back to, so the role was only supposed to last 13 weeks, but when Monty and the late Douglas Marland had the Shady Spencer become smitten with Laura, everything changed. Ooh. So that was all the little trivia facts and everything that I found on the internet. Well, there weren't as many as I thought that there was going to be. Yeah, I thought we were going to get flooded. Yeah. But I mean, really, the general consensus has to be that was an awesome wedding. So for once, Amanda watched and I didn't. <laughs> Which so, never happened. No. Just get it out in history. But was there anything that you... It was just neat to see the old characters. And the characters that they keep talking about now that I had no recollection of because we were so young. Mm -hmm. For example, this is when Alan was with Franco's mom, Susan Moore. And so you see Monica at the wedding and somebody asked her, was Alan coming and was he coming alone? And she was like, I don't know. And then you see Alan at home with Susan and she's like throwing a hissy fit like you would about, I want to come to the wedding. And he's like, no, it's not the right time. It, it upsets my mother and I don't want to do that to her today. And so then he goes to the wedding and it shows later where she's like, you know, just having the normal fight that you would have about, I'm your girlfriend. You won't take me places. Because and your he, wife's going to be there. Right. <laughs> normal conversation. You know. And uh, he's like, can we talk about something more pleasant? And she's like, no, my feelings never matter, blah, blah, blah. It made me want to find like what the following days were so I could watch that fight because it was so right. true to life the way that that would go down. So, yeah, and, I didn't know who Susan, like I, I knew the name again because right. we talked about her, but I didn't know what she looked like. So yeah. to see her and Alan so young and Monica was still living in the quarter main house because she went to the it's wedding. her house now. Right. She went to the <laughs> wedding with Edward. And uh, Lila, I had never seen Lila, or at least I don't recall seeing Lila, without at least a walking cane. Mm -hmm. And Lila didn't need any cane. She still had her hair up in the, like, traditional bun that she yeah. always does. But she was walking around like... Have you ever watched The Sound of Music? <laughs> You're going to yell at me again? <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm sorry. Annalise, one of the nuns. Oh. She can sing. Oh, okay, no, mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Hey, there's a little off yeah. the topic See? Fact. Annalise, one of the nuns in Sound of Music. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Because that's the only other time that I've seen her. And she'd be saying, oh, my gosh, that's Lila. Uh-huh. Of course. So there wasn't much other storyline going on. It flipped to the hospital for a couple minutes, and somebody was having surgery, and somebody that was dating Bobby was at the hospital because they had to help lead help with some surgery and there was some nurse that was hitting on him and he was like I'm still hoping to get to go to the wedding and meet up with Bobby and whatever and she was like oh yeah that's a shame and I couldn't piece together who okay that all was but yeah it totally made me want to like can we get on DVD the entire collection because that would be great I want to go back the and entire watch all wedding those week. stories 
everything. Oh, you well, so I know I don't have 56 years to watch it all, but well, no, because it's actually not too far away because I found an article again from the LA Times and it was about the women who started SoapNet oh. and how they got all the content. And there is 200 feet beneath the rolling hills of Western Pennsylvania lies a closely guarded labyrinth with more than 20 miles of tunnels and hundreds of unmarked rooms where some of the most important records in the world are kept. It's also where SoapNet executives had to venture to track down early years of the love story between General Hospital's Luke and Laura. That's so cool. It's in Pennsylvania. I know. We should go. Oh, we should. Uh, road trip. And it's so it's called Iron Mountain Underground. Okay. And when they were doing the 25th wedding anniversary, like they watched a bunch of clips and showed them on Sunday. We need SoapNet back. Seriously. We do. We do. It was great. And I was impressed that YouTube, I know everyone says YouTube has everything, but I was impressed that Do you see why I use it so much? But you still use it for more current stuff. It's not, like I said, in my basement, I have VHS tapes with, yeah. you know, 90s stuff on it. But back to 81, like, no. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's really cool because they had over 5,000 episodes to choose from. Wow. Could you even imagine watching 5,000 episodes of General Hospital? We should do the math on how many episodes we've probably watched. No, we probably shouldn't. Because, I mean, we did both take breaks at (laughs) different times. That might get a little crazy to think we've spent that many hours of our life. Okay, so back to the Susan Moore thing, though. Mm-hmm. Logistically, Jason should have been like three while they were having that argument. Right. Just throwing that out right. there. So, yeah, because he's older than us. Well, in the original birth date, she should have been pregnant. Oh, maybe she was. Mm. Oh, she could have been. She could have been. Wait, November. No. Eh, maybe. Because they were born in September. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. maybe this argument will push them into maybe that's how oh my gosh let's rewrite that they make up and that's how jason's conceived maybe jason and drew are conceived maybe or mm. they don't make up and that's why he never knew about them. like because didn't she yeah. hold the pregnancy from him for a while i think so i'm pretty sure i don't know again yeah. i could just be making the story up in my head because we like to do that too but it was just neat to see all those people back then and I felt like I was watching uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, just the way that they were talking and the way that their clothes were and everything. Oh, yeah. They were all so kind to each other. Yeah. Not like now. I wouldn't say so kind, since there was already affairs going on, and this was Laura's second wedding already, and she was, what did you say, 19? Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) yep. Fun. Yeah, that was was it. That's an awesome find. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I did uh, more... Like watching than you did. So then we went on social media. This is going to be my favorite part. Asked. So on both Instagram and Twitter, we posted 38 years ago on November 16th, 1981, Luke and Laura were married. This wedding was one of the most watched moments on TV ever, still to this day. Did you watch? Do you remember who you were with, what you were doing, etc.? Share your wedding memories below. And do you think they should have stayed together? And we got a lot of really good feedback on Instagram. Happy Nana 13. My mother allowed me to skip school. I was 11 years old. Such a precious memory with my mama. 
I think it was the first time I felt someone was really in love. Luke and Laura acted that wedding the best I'd ever seen. Aww. Did you ever skip school for a TV related? No, event? My, my mom probably would have let me, but I can't remember anything that epic enough. I did for a couple. <laughs> oh, I had a really good track record before that. I stayed home for Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis's funeral. Okay. And VHS or VH1 had a 24 hour monkeys marathon. (laughs) So I stayed home and watched that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Tracy Caffaro. I remember this. I was a sophomore in high school and everyone was talking about Luke and Laura. Then I got hooked. We went from ditching school to taping the show on VCR to DVR to Xfinity and watch it when you want. Wow. I just covered almost four decades. And then she said, that's when Laura Wright was on loving or something around the late eighties. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's the show that she was on. Mm -hmm. Janet Weichel 66. I was glued to the TV. I didn't want to miss a minute. McCammy 64. This was my absolute favorite episode ever. Trishy Marie, 631. Holy bleep. I was a junior in high school. I had, quote, strep throat that week. <laughs> Delish is DD. I will never forget. Shirley Nordoff, three. They make a good couple on GH. Vicky Ball. She watched from her home in Dunlap, Tennessee. Karen MN83. It was before VCRs, so it had to be seen live. I was working... I was working, took a late lunch, went to the mall, and all the TV stores were on GH. Watched at JCPenney's. What a great memory. Oh, my god! How cool would that be? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Love my grandbabies eight. I just remember it all too well. I have watched since I was nine. Still watch it today. All my children, One Life to Live, and GH. Yes. My faves. Hardcore. I love it. Watch the whole Luke and Laura saga every day. Great memories. Jeannie Francis is still as beautiful now as then. Mm. She really is. She is. She is. Nova Fairfax. I was with my bestie, the Stephanie Winston, watching circa 1980s at your Park Avenue home. This one's sad. Lo Salisa. I remember that day so well. We buried my mother on that day, and we remembered watching it after her funeral. And I asked if she was a fan. I mean, I told her I was sorry for her loss. And I asked if she was a fan. And she said she was. And she started watching it with her when she was three years old. And she'll be gone 38 years this month. So. That's just sad. Lots of people just saying that they're such a great couple. Nana820422. I was on maternity leave with my second son. Loved Luke and Laura. Kitten LeBon said, I was only three months old in November 1981, but my mom says I was present as she watched GH Daily. (laughs) I have since seen the wedding back when SoapNet existed. Oh, how I miss SoapNet. Us two, girl. Yes. What a spectacle the wedding was. Sadly, budgets prohibit such grand festivities these days. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) They hardly do anything to that extent anymore. And then over on Twitter... We only had a couple responses. Tune in tomorrow. Said things haven't changed so much. Put the kettle on. Hoped Scotty would steal the show. Jeannie was amazing. Mm. Camille 
put the kids down for a nap and took the phone off the hook. Ah, that's great. Perfect. And then we did a poll. Should Luke and Laura have stayed slash gotten back together? What do you think the results were? I would have said everyone said yes, because they were the power couple. They were the power couple. Everyone wants them together. Only 49% of people said yes. That's crazy to me. I know. I was not expecting it to be. I really thought it was going to be like 85% said yes. Yeah. Wow. But I don't know. That's maybe they feel like you can't relive it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was good in that moment. I can see that. And to put it back together, it would never be the same. So I, I, true. I get it, but really? The fantasy princess <laughs> makes me want to say, no, they would live together for, be together forever. Happy ever after, always and forever. Yeah. That's what their vows said. That's how it's supposed to go. <sighs> if only. <laughs> but do you have a, do you remember the first time that you watched it? Or any stories about? No, I just, my mom had talked about it, you know, here and there. Like I said, she's watched it forever. And so when I got the tape for Christmas, I was all about Frisco and Felicia. And so seeing it, I was like, oh, now I get what she was talking about. This is a whole different level. Even at that young age, I could see as big as Frisco and Felicia's wedding was, that that was so much bigger. And I was like, oh, okay. But I, at that point, was more obsessed with Frisco and Felicia. So Mm -hmm. it didn't have that same feeling that all of those posts have about actually dying to see it or whatever, but you, you can't not get it once you see it. So, right. Yeah. I don't. So I was not born. (laughs) Shannon's a baby. I am 37. So (laughs) I barely was not. It doesn't matter. Take it as long as you can for people to say you're a baby, but no, I hate that. But my parents had just gotten married a month beforehand and my dad was in the Navy and he was going out and they didn't have a TV. And my mom was like, you're buying me a TV because I'm not missing that wedding. Oh, wow. So at least that's the story that I've been told. Yeah. So there's that. So, so cute. Fun. Yeah. That was, that was good. I like reliving that moment. Me too. That was good. Even though neither of us were there. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's just, I mean, everybody, it's just, it's transcended time. You know, it's Luke and Laura. Right. People know who Luke and Laura are. No matter what. Right. And no, not only no soap, but no TV series ever has been able to replicate the love that people had for Luke and Laura. Yes. So it's amazing. Yes. Happy anniversary, Luke and Laura. Happy anniversary. So I guess that's it. Yeah. Now that you guys are all divorced and everything. (laughs) Shh. That's just the end. We're ending on a happy note. Happy anniversary, Luke and Laura. Done. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it. So until Monday, have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for pier54podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.